Hello and welcome back to another episode of Biff Pal Bam. I'm your host, Paul, as always. And this week we are finishing off our review of Miss Marvel Season 1, Episode 6, No Normal. And joining me as always is Tony. And Biggin. And Josh. Evening. So we're sat well, here, I, I, if you I can hear anything... I was possibly going to go with a bit of music then. That wasn't the other option. (laughs) So we're sitting here on what is currently the warmest day of the year in the UK. It's not going to end up being the warmest day. But um, so if you can hear anything, it's probably because I've got fans pointed at me in every single direction possible. (laughs) Uh, I have turned them down so they're not quite as loud. Um, But if you can hear anything in the background, that's why. Um, So, as I said, we are back for the finale of Miss Marvel. Um, Six weeks, as always, goes really quickly. uh, And we're here again. Um, Only another few weeks and we'll be back with another one. But (laughs) (laughs) hey-ho. So, yep, the finale was called No Normal. Let's jump straight in. Um, I have to say, the damage control female villain was just annoying again. (laughs) <laughs> it's yeah. yeah they haven't seemed to have found that sweet spot with the villains in this show um well, it's not even that like i mean personally i could not pick out who the main villain of this series was no well like, there wasn't uh, one because they came, they came in and out yeah it's just like you know I, I mean i know we said that we don't particularly like the cw-ness of having like you know, the one overarching villain. Like, we'd like a yeah. couple just thrown in as, like, you know, a sort of build-up to build the character a bit. But, you know... Yeah, when you've only got, got six got... episodes, yeah, it's a little bit diff- different. It feels mm. like one episode's one villain, then the next one is the other villain, and it seemed to repeat itself um, yeah. throughout the show, and it, it never really got going. And I think that's that's been the big problem, especially... Because a lot of the shows, outside of Moon Knight, which was, as we talked about in the last episode, very separate from everything else. Yeah. This is really the first origin story outside of that that's kind of part of the bigger universe. Mm. And I I definitely feel like six episodes isn't enough to tell an origin story in that way. No. No. Where you've kind of got a a bit part story on each episode. It's a bit different when you're doing it in a film. You've got two hours to tell a linear story. Yeah. Yeah. But when you're splitting it up into, into episodes, it doesn't quite flow as much. And you, you need a bit longer to tell that origin story. And, and for yeah, me, I it, think that's been the big letdown with this. Yeah, because it's like you say, Moon Knight is completely separate. At the moment, it's not going to link into absolutely anything in the bigger picture. So yeah. you can tell that in six, in six episodes, and it worked, as we saw, perfectly. Yeah. But this one, considering the big implication revealed at the end of this... Yeah, like, well, there's two big implications well, at the end. two, yeah. Mm-hmm. But this needs... A, I would say possibly eight might not have even been enough, considering the yeah. two implications. Yeah. Definitely, and and to leave it, and I think think the first of the big implications we're not going to see pay off for a while. Yeah. Um, mm. and and to leave it hanging like that without really tying it into to anything, um, it's going to struggle a little bit. I think I think a lot of people will just forget about it, and we'll get to that when we when we get there. Um, which I most I know most people will have kind of seen this if they're listening to us. 
they they won't have not watched it before we we started. Hmm. Um, but yeah, diving into the episode, um, the the train scene, a train stunt is always a really easy sell. Yeah. It's so easy to film and make it feel like it's frenetically paced when it actually it isn't because the train's just sitting there and yeah. they're just moving through it. And it, it it's a very easy sell. And I actually felt, felt it was very Miles Morales-like um, with a lot of the, the street art on the, the trains um, and, and things mm. like that. It, it very much... And that ties into what we've talked about. We've said it's very... It's been very Spider-Man-like throughout yeah. this season because of the story it's selling. It's selling a teenage story. So it, it's fair that you could draw comparisons between the two. And and that that scene very much felt like it, it could easily tie into a Miles story. Um, then, then I said, this is really going to touch on a lot of the points we've, we've drawn on throughout because it kind of ties quite a lot of it up. Um, and I think one of the major selling points of this, this show has been the family dynamic. Um, and yeah. we get that great final scene with them all together um, when she's going to tell them and they all already know. And there's some great <laughs> comedy in that as well. Yeah. Um, which, yeah. is, which has been a, a major plus point of, of this show is there's been some really good comedy at mm. times. Um, which, again, is, is something you'd expect kind of from a... I wouldn't say a pared down series, but probably aimed at a different market than Marvel normally aim at mm. um, in general, uh, I think. Um, and it, it's worked really well, and I, I quite like that. Um, then kind of touching on something we've touched on throughout these series um, and some of the films as well in, in this phase, um, I'm really loving how comic comic accurate most of the costumes are becoming. Yeah, yeah, that costume looks um, amazing when we first see it. Yeah, the th the thing I'd say about these comic accurate costumes is they're not just being like CW, where they are literally ripped off the page and are skin tight lycra that just so happens to look like Flash, Superman, Batman, whatever. They are updated. They look fresh as fuck, and yep. they're just gorgeous. They, yeah, they're ripped out of the page, but they they fit in today's world. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. And as soon as she put that on, it was like, well, there's the character I know from the animated Com series yeah. and the comics. Um, and there's a few moments throughout this episode that they kind of they kind of rip from the page. Um, as well, later on especially. Um, I did think that they cheaped out a little bit with that first reveal of her in costume, of her jumping uh, through the city when they don't even show that it's her. They show her feet. Yeah. For the most part. I was like, oh, so you just didn't want to pay for the CGI <laughs> character. You're just going to show her feet doing it. Um, but then we get some, some moments later on uh, tying into Tony's Opening uh, jib, um, we get some definitely more CGI heavy moments later on um, mm -hmm. that they probably spent their money on, and that's why they didn't didn't do it here. Um, I did say I really hope that Damage Control gets some redemption um, further along the line. I know they're, they're in She-Hulk; that's already been confirmed. Um, 
that we're going to see them again. But you you have to think back to the fact that they are a product of Stark Industries. Yes. Yeah. So, yet they've yeah, become something completely different. Yeah, well, yeah, they've gone from assisting powered people to trying to track them down and, and kind of imprison them. And that's not why he set them up. Yeah, and I, I do wonder whether there's, there's someone else involved. Well, I was wondering whether they might just say, oh, that one agent that's been in Ms. Marvel is just going to be like, you know, a bad egg. Out yeah. Of so many. I wonder whether they're linked to Thunderbolts. I'm wondering whether they're linked to Kingpin. Possibly. I'm wondering uh, whether one of, one of them's Cree and the other one's a Stroll. <laughs> <laughs> See, there's so many routes that this can go that it's just... At the moment, there's just no linear pattern to anything. She's got really weird being her bonnet about powered individuals. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, then we get the older disguise of wearing a cap, as has been known <laughs> throughout the MCU. Um, I'm sure that was a little nod to that, and especially Kevin Feige, because that's all he wears. Um, if you ever but see you Kevin Feige, he'll be wearing like- one. To me, that is the Marvel equivalent of just putting a pair of glasses on in DC. Yeah, it definitely yeah. is. It's, it's definitely the MCU version of it. There's, there's no doubt in that. Um, you, it makes for, makes for an easy cosplay. If people do George Lucas, every five years. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and I, I was a little bit disappointed in the, in the Red Dagger story, and I really hope they pick that up now. Comran has gone with him. Yeah. Um, well, again, but, that's that's another victim of the bloody six episodes, I think. Yeah, he, yeah, his story was just completely cut out, pretty much. Yeah. He's in one episode and then makes a couple of little cameo appearances in this episode, and and that's it. Yeah. Really, the, other, the other the other thing is, I think if if this show gets a season two after the Marvels, um, they'll probably expand more on him then because I think now they've got all the Cobra protocols down pat that all these shows will start getting like maybe eight to 10 episodes like Mando does over at Star Wars. And so they'll get that expanded. People might show more interest in that character and that particular storyline. So we'll probably get a spin-off show from that. Yeah, definitely. And, and touching on, on people that seem to have, have lost some of their story, we finally get the whole comic book gang together. Yeah. At the end, uh, in the last episode, when they're all in the school, we finally get that the whole lot of them, the, the four of them together, which we hadn't seen um, since the opening episode. Um, so it was it was quite nice to see that. Uh, something we touched on that we, we didn't particularly like early on, but I think it works really well in this episode because it's kind of un, out of context of the show. Um, we do get Montage Man. He makes an appearance hey. um, while they're putting together their plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they throw in the, the comic book stuff in there. The, the on-screen like drawings and stuff, and I think it works there because it's completely out of context for the story. Mm. It, it's not like they're trying to tell like a specific scene. There's flashes of bits and pieces, and I think it works better there than it did in the opening episode. We we talked about the fact that they got rid of it for the middle portion. We didn't see a lot of it. We got the text and stuff on the screen and and, and stuff like that, but they got rid of that that comic book like um as we've talked about the scott pilgrim type stuff yeah um but i felt it worked better in in that scene and it is kind of reduced to that scene um and i thought it worked better than it had done previously 
Um, we get a little nod to the, the relationship between the, the two girls in the comics. I don't know whether you guys know about the, the two best friends. Um, there's a bit of a thing going on between them in the comics. Um, um, there is a, a little nod to it in this, both at the while they're in the school and and later on in a, in another scene that I'll touch on, which I I quite liked. Um, and I have to say, I'm glad that they realised that uh, that Kamala's brother needed a little bit more screen time. Um, yeah, and, and threw him into this final bit. He is he's brilliant. He's probably been my favourite find of this show. Yes. Um, because he is, he's got great comic timing, and they, they, and yeah. even when he makes his first appearance in the skull, it's great timing, <laughs> and I just really like that. Um, and then, I, and then I said, for the most part, I think the, the modern tech social media stuff has worked really well. Um, again, yeah, tying well it into that different into audience, yeah, yeah, it ties into that, that different audience that they were aiming for, and I. And I really, really think that's worked throughout. Um, it ties into the younger audience for yeah, me. It very much plays as a companion piece of the Spider-Man films, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then an, another thing I think they've done really well, I think the action scenes have been really well done. Um, something that obviously we come to expect with, with Marvel. Um, they don't tend to let us down. But I think I think this, this show's been kind of on a smaller scale because it has been so insular. For most of it, um, the, the action scenes are, are being really well put together. Um, mm. For a character that's not particularly known for their action, I know obviously she's got a lot of powers and stuff, but there's not normally such close-up work. Um, and I think that's, that's kind of been done because she's still learning her powers. And, and we do get, as Tony said, uh, her full powers begin to show in this episode. Um, and we finally get the catchphrase that Tony used earlier on um, <laughs> throughout this scene. And, and yeah, I think the action scenes throughout have, have been fairly good. Um, and I'm glad about that. Um, Bruno, again, being shot on from a great height. First of all, yeah. Kamala hurts him. And then he gets punched in the face again. <laughs> and he's not had much luck in this show at all. Um, but I really like that. I thought the softball machines it, were funny. Um, she was a bit home alone, wasn't it? Yeah, it really was, and and the fact that it was her brother again that was doing it, it's just I thought it was really funny. Um, and again, talking about characters and actors that I've I've really enjoyed watching in this, I think out of all the regulars, Comrade was the one I cared for the least, despite the fact that he had that that storyline that he just lost his mother now. Just, he's just an angry young man for the most part. Yeah, I've got to and say, is one eighty into a semi villain did come out of nowhere? Yes. But yeah. Again, I'm wondering whether that's down to the cut episodes. Yeah, it might well be, but I just, I just didn't care for him. Yeah. It's just out of all of them, he's the one that I could have cared less about. Mm. Um, if they'd have killed him off, I would have been fine about it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so then we get the, the, the big scene as we were just talking about the, the massive action scene with her special powers, her catchphrase um, really and, all loved, and all her loved ones watching her get pummeled mm. for the most part 
which wasn't particularly nice. That that's the downside of your family knowing about it. Yeah. Well, see again, um, it harkens back to Spider Man because there's always like Mary Jane or Gwen Stacy watching from the sidelines, knowing that that's their fella getting the yeah. shit kicked out of them, or even yeah. in in the case of the MCU, aren't they? Yeah. Oh, excuse me. This heat's knocking me on my backside. We keeping you up, sir? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, then I did say that the CGI got a little bit weird again when she does do the embiggen scene. Um, it's quite clear clear that her head is a different size to the rest of her body. Yeah, she and reminded it, me of it. Uh, I'm probably too young for this. There was a toy when I was a kid called something like Stretch Armstrong or something. Yeah, like no, yeah, I remember yeah, Stretch, I Armstrong. Stretch Armstrong. Yeah, and it kind of reminded me of that a little bit. It, it was just. It was, it was, yeah, it was just strange, but her head seemed to stay the same size mm. and the rest of her grew. Um, so, yeah, they didn't quite get that right. Um, but it is a really well put together scene. Um, mm. I thought they did a good job with that. Um, yeah, again, grows up and, and yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, and again, throughout this scene, Comrade, he has no thought for anybody else but himself. And again, um, this change in character comes out of nowhere to me. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, it makes then, sense, I, but at the same time, it doesn't story-wise. Yeah, exactly. The, the, the pacing just doesn't seem right with his, his change. Um, and I do wonder whether, again, as we've said, um, missing bits of scenes and things, I, I do wonder whether that was, that was the problem. Um, and then, despite the the upcoming revelation that we'll talk about in a moment, it still feels very inhuman. Their powers, yeah, it, yeah, it still feels like like terrogenesis is going on. Yeah, because I would have rather they'd have rather than the revelation we'll in revealed. No, at least would have said there is something a bit inhuman about your yeah. genes. Because if they'd have gone down the route of there's the X gene and then there's the inhuman gene, which allows terogenesis to take place in that particular person, I'd have been absolutely fine with him with that. Yeah. Yeah, I would have been. And it, it does just sound like they, they're going to combine the two. Yeah. Um, I, wasn't, I wasn't aware see, of that history of the comic, but it only came in because of the sort of Fox deal. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was a way to introduce powered individuals that wouldn't automatically then fall under the um, the Fox movie rights. Yeah, yeah, it was a strange one. And then, then we kind of come to the end. The the people of Jersey save the day and allow her to to escape, um, which I thought was a nice touch because it is very much about New Jersey. Yeah. Um, as a as a community, so I I like that. I. Um. And then we touched again on social media. I thought the TikTok compilation was a very clever idea. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Um, and again, that's that's oh. the scene that touches on the relationship between the two girls. No, um, <laughs> yeah, and a hot dog. A halal hot dog at that. That was brilliant. Um, <laughs> and then I actually thought that the origin of her name was really beautiful. I like yeah. how they set that yeah, up. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. Um, nice scene. And and then, as I said, we get that iconic shot of her sitting on the lamp, <laughs> on the, the street lamp, um, which is straight think, out like, of the comics. I, I had a thought about this. Do you remember um, 
the the three Tobey Maguire films. Oh well, no, actually two two of the Tobey Maguire films. The first Andrew Garfield film, and now the third, the second and third, uh, Tom Holland Spider Man film, all had what's now become known as a final swing. Yes. Right. So I think every season or every film that is about Ms. Marvel centrically, not not like her being in the Captain Marvel sequel, just if she has a TV show or if she has um a film, if that comes to, to pass. Um I think that should be her equivalent of that. She's sitting on that at the end of every final scene and it just turns into this thing of her like legging it round. New Jersey using her powers and whatever and it's like a symbol of her like accepting something new about her superhero like so this first season is her accepting that she is different yeah and that, yeah. that, is, and that is okay and then the second one is like could, second season could be her trying to figure out um the balance between being a superhero and being Kamala maybe yeah. I, don't, I don't know but... yeah definitely um and it, it's truly earned as well. Yeah, I feel that that she deserves that moment. Um, and then I suppose we better talk about the two two M bits. We get the the what the fuck reveal. Um, and do you know what? It was weird because we recorded our review of episode five after episode six had come out. We were a little bit behind, so mm. I couldn't say it on the episode because it was it was <laughs> obvious. But I'd actually thought like. What if they decide to turn her into an into a mutant? Yeah, before the episode had come out, and I couldn't say it on episode five because I already knew what she was at that yeah. point. But it was after I'd watched episode five that I thought, "Are they going down the route of turning into a mutant here instead?" Yeah. And I don't know why. I have no idea why I thought it. And I got all the way through that episode, and I thought, "Oh, they're not even going to talk about it." Yeah, and then I, I was sat there and I went, did he just say what I think he just said? And <laughs> did, that just, did that just do what I think it just did? And it's I had to rewind it and make sure he did say mutation. Yeah, that, that whole, I was very similar to you and I, I'm watching videos. But I didn't actually spot the music at the time either. No. I, no, I it, was, it was very subtle because I've watched, I, I always watch the episode at least twice. Mm. Um. First, just to watch it, and then to to make notes. Yeah. And I've seen it on a couple of breakdown videos now, and it's 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 quite clear when you when you know it's there. Yeah, but it is very very subtle. Mm. Um, in the long run, um, I, think I, I think I sent you guys a message, didn't I? I think did, did they did, did they did do, they do what I think they just did? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, it's a lovely moment as well. It's. Yeah. It's such a small moment, yeah. but such and, and big implications in the long run. Yeah. The way that she just dismisses it, the and, and and the naming of it, I thought was quite nicely done as well. Mm. So she, she's already setting up the fact that there's we're going to have this coming in one form or another. Yeah, yeah. See, this, this yeah. kind of goes back to what I touched on before. I would rather there was one. Or well, maybe not one gene, but there was basically one mutation, but it came in the form of two genes, and one was the the X gene, and one was the inhuman gene. Yeah, and, and I it, and I think that's probably what's going to happen because it's not even going to be, none of it's going to be the same, is it? They're going to say, no. I think they're going down the route of when Thanos clicks. 
it yeah it caused it activated yeah. the gene um yeah. and I, so i think they could do that way they could have two i i wonder whether they're going to give the x gene creation to the Cree if they're going to do it that way that's possibly what's happened with what we're going to talk about next yeah um because for all we know, that's what's caused them to change places. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I suppose we better talk about that, that mid-credit scene as well. Um, <laughs> we said right in the first episode review that this was what was going to be ha- happening. Yeah. We, we nailed it. I think it was, for anybody that didn't think it was going to happen, well, more for you. Um, because it's been signposted we know she's in the film they've got to tie it together so when else are they going to do it but it it was a little bit strange because um, (laughs) the showrunners on Miss Marvel didn't know they'd filmed it No, Um, it's come out today that um, Nina DaCosta actually filmed it while they were filming the Marvels here in the UK Um, and um, when they went to edit it they didn't know the footage was there (laughs) <laughs> and they were going through their footage and went it's Captain Marvel where's that come yes. from <clears throat> um, so yeah it was directed by the director of the Marvels and Nina DaCosta um, and it was a, it was a bonus um, and I have to say I love the new costume oh yeah, yeah. very sort of simple and effective isn't it it's very yeah. casual and she, looks, sort of... she looks great as well she's proper in shape this time i know she got in shape for for her last couple of appearances but my god has she worked hard for this one yeah um so uh, and for anybody that didn't know she was actually um at avengers campus last week here in in europe um alongside uh iman um and uh, pom clemente for the three cast members that were there to open avengers campus um on Mm -hmm. press night last week um, so, yep, that's that's it. I our overall thoughts. Who wants to go first? Um, I really enjoyed it. As a, I think it's probably one of the better finales, actually. Um, it, it, it zips along, um, throws in a few bits and pieces I wasn't expecting because I've not read the comics. Like, um, like um, is it Zoe? Yeah, yeah, and sort of her coming on on board as well. That was nicely done. Oh yeah, I've been using the lighting in the, in the, in the school. I thought that was very nice. Uh, that that sequence with with the um the foam machines was brilliant, and the tennis ball machine. Um, I said that that revelation. In fact, that whole um that whole final scene before before the titles was nicely done. From the minute we see her sort of stepping into frame on her on her light plate, so that was really nicely done. <coughs> And then the fact they finish it off with a cross with a mix between Mean Girls and Schwa- and the um, Schwarmer credit scene was quite nice. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, the only disappointment I was going to have to wait 12 months to see it resolve. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which is even more annoying when they've actually finished filming it. We know it's done. It was due to be out in the autumn, wasn't it? Or November yeah. time, the original date. Yeah. So, yeah. But no, I, I, I enjoyed it. I st- um, and the series overall, I said my only problems with the series overall the same as we said last week with with the other others. They're they're all at least two episodes too short in terms of giving everybody a chance to breathe and the story a chance to breathe. Um, yeah. But what what we got zipped along for the most part, I say we weren't entirely the, the target audience. So for us to get something out of the show, I think is, is a testament to how it worked. Um, 
and 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 you've just got this really affable lead actress. She she nails it. She's just you can see she's having so much fun in the role, um, in her delivery and her mannerisms and her confidence as the episodes go on. And um, I'm really looking forward to seeing her on the big screen in in that version next year and see what she does in in the, in the movie version. Josh, how about you? Your um, final thoughts. Yeah, do you know what? It is a good show. At the end of the day, um, it's it's fun. You get you you get a lot out of it in terms of just a, a feel good factor, really. Um, and that, as Tony said, is a testament to the lead actress. Um, it this show has got its problems. We've been vocal about that. I think quite a lot of the internet has been vocal about it. Maybe not about the right thing. The right side of things that were bad about it some people mm. are just not nice people um but yeah it is good it just fell in terms of obviously things that were out of its control with the pandemic um you know it i can't really fault it in terms of things that it actually got wrong that were down to the production staff uh, it it's just like external factors that have only slightly fucked the show over basically um, I'd have to if I was going for some sort of score out of five I'd definitely give it a three maybe a three and a half to be honest yeah yeah, likewise because yeah. Yeah. I like I say I've, I find it very hard to fault stuff even though I have been quite critical about it but that again has just come from stuff like pacing and external factors so as the yeah. phrase goes, it's better than the sum of its parts, really, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah that's that it, yeah. Right. But the overall thing just comes together in the end. Yeah, because if you think about it, we've reviewed this show week in, week out for six weeks. So we've only seen it in parts, like literally week to week. So we haven't seen the overall picture of where it's building to. Now we have. We're singing its praises. Whereas, mm-hmm. it, like certain bits of each episode and I, I hate to use the word slated but there's no other way coming to mind at the minute but we have not torn it apart but maybe there's been parts that have been easily yeah there's been parts that were easily you could easily pick on them yeah you easily yeah. chastise things but again mm. that's because of pacing issues and whatever but in terms of what this show is going to do for the wider MCU I can't wait to see what happens because the main question in my mind now is something that you said, Paul, because I never really thought of that in terms of if Thanos has triggered something in the human beings, at least to bring out the X gene, the inhuman gene, however the hell they're going to play this. Because the main, what the question that now I would like asking or well answering really is did Kamala get blipped? Yeah. Because yeah, if Kamala again, that's got blipped, they've not touched on. Yeah, because if, if she got blipped and then comes back and she can suddenly access the power of the djinn, then surely that it's gonna that's how they're gonna play it. But yeah, I am very excited Although to see I think how this plays. Nice if it's the other half, if 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 the blip somehow caused an effect in the people that didn't get blipped, and they were all the ones that got the gene. Mm, yeah, but then you've got one wonder where Monica got her powers from. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Well, then and again, she, was she got it by passing through Wanda's science slash magic. Yeah, but how did she? Mm, okay. When no one else could. 
that's that's yeah, the question actually, isn't if you it? think about it when one that expanded the hex and absorbed all those other people none of them come out with powers no yeah true fair, fair play so it makes me think she already had them yeah and just didn't know yeah well, and, in that and case, she was blipped yeah in my head canon right now my personal head canon Kamala was blipped yeah definitely so mm. my thoughts um in general, I, I thought it was a good show. Um, I'm not convinced that it would have been picked up for a second season if it wasn't Marvel. Mm, um, yes. If it mm. had just been a, a new show, I think it probably would have been a one and done um, out on its own. Um, but as we've said, it had its moments. It had some really great moments. Yeah. Um, Throughout pretty much every episode had at least one decent action sequence, um, which, I, as I mentioned earlier on, I think they did really well throughout the series. Um, great lead. Um, I love the, the family side of it. I love the fact that it, it was community-based. Um, I love that storyline throughout. And as I said, it was about New Jersey as much as it was about Kamala. Um, and yeah, yes, it had its issues, um, but it also has done something that in the end that a lot of shows haven't done since Loki uh, and tied into the bigger picture more than a lot of the films have. Yeah. yeah. Um, since that's happened, um, obviously, Spider-Man, Doctor Strange was tied into Loki in a way. Didn't talk about the connection, though, did it? Either of them, really. It, it, it's, it's only implied because a lot of the people who've gone to see those films will have seen Loki. Yeah. That's um, it. Other than the fact that the multiverse is there, it's not really touched on, on anything. This has given us um, two really big moments that have tied into to the ongoing bigger picture, one in the short term, one in the long term. So for yeah. that, you have to give it a thumbs up. Um, yeah. And yeah, I agree. Three and a half. Um, easy, it was an easy watch. Yeah. It yeah wasn't... You, don't, you don't have to think about it too much. No. Um, and, and after what we've had over the last 18 months, two years with, with Marvel, that's actually quite nice yeah. to just be able to sit there and watch it and, and enjoy it for what it is. So... Yeah, and I'm looking forward to where they take her next. Um, whether it is a, another series, whether she gets her own solo film somewhere down the line. Um, I am Something I've just wonder. thought of. Is she going to be in Young Avengers? I've I would assume so. Yeah. Yeah, I can't see that she wouldn't be. Because um, I, I thought whether they might just keep her on her own or she teams up with uh, Captain Marvel every now and again. She, she's been linked to some of those younger characters throughout animated series, hasn't she? She's, yeah. She's dipped in and out of animated Spider-Man series. Um, so that's not a surprise. Um, she's living across the water from Kate. Yeah. Um, and Peter. Uh, we know that. Um, See, I would really like um, Kate and... Kamala to team up, even if it was just like a, literally like a one and done series, a limited series, because I, yeah. I think those actresses, not only those actresses, but those characters would gel 
so well together. Yeah, yeah. I, and there's, there's there's a lot of New York based characters again in yeah. the MCU. I know we lost a few, um, but obviously, Mister Murdoch's making his return. Um, maybe uh, that private eye might be making her return as well. Yeah. Um, there's definitely a growing amount of superheroes in New York once more um, and, and just across the water in New Jersey. So fingers yeah. crossed that she's not left um, on her own for too long. Um, yeah. We know she's not going to be for, for her next appearance, but uh, hopefully somewhere along the line. We'll see her catching up with a, a few of those other new heroes uh, of the MCU. So, yep, that is it for Miss Marvel. Uh, I think we can safely say we enjoyed it for what it was. Um, an easy watch with a, a good community story um, yeah. with, with implications to the bigger picture um, in the future. Um, so, yeah, that is it. For Miss Marvel, as we did mention, we will be back next month as She-Hulk makes her debut in the MCU um, and see where that leads. Hopefully one of those uh, previously mentioned superheroes may make an appearance or two, possibly. Otherwise known as, otherwise known as single green female lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Friendly drama fans out there. <laughs> or the adventures of Princess Fiona. Hey. <laughs> um, but that won't be the next episode. There's a, a little something coming later on in this, later on this week. Um, I'm not going to clue you in too much yet, but let's just say it's going to be a solo show um, from me. Um, but yep, yeah, as always, go and check us out on social media at BPB Podcast Productions um, across all social medias. And remember to go and give us a review on your podcast listening app of choice. And yep, yeah, we will all be back for episode one of She-Hulk. Thanks, boys.